live from the sewers, this is the Turtle Power Podcast. This is your audio source for all the news, reviews, and insight into the world of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now join your hosts, Ryan, Alex, and Darby. Now it's time for the Turtle Power Podcast. I strike two on my way down. Donatello takes out a third with his staff. Already the pudgy ones are starting to panic. Raph loves this stuff. He's not alone. Why is he narrating? Is he crazy? Hardcore crazy. I love these guys! Easily the uh, brightest... Uh, shining light in the world of TMNT has been in comics. Uh, it's been that way for for several years now. Um, we've uh, so just wanted to quickly mention I did uh, receive my drawing blood and radically rearranged Ronin ragdolls um, from the uh, from the Kickstarter. From I think that was the last time we had Kevin on uh, the show. Um, uh, my copy had uh, it was all signed signed by all three of the uh, um, uh, both uh, Kevin Eastman, uh, David Avalone, and Ben Bishop. All three of them signed it, so that was nice. Um, and uh, and got the uh, the bonus R R R R. That's funny that they <laughs> calling it that. Um, but uh, that was the little bonus issue that came with it. So like the in uh, in universe comic. Um, so, um, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but, uh, it looks really good. Um, some major comic releases, uh, this month, uh, that we just had, uh, come out, uh, the TMNT, uh, 2020, IDW 2020. Uh, so this is celebrating IDW's, uh, 20th anniversary. Uh, so they're doing, uh, I think they did a Ghostbusters 2020, uh, now it's the Turtles 2020. It's basically the Turtles 20 years in the future. So uh, um, this came out, uh, I think it was the 2nd of January. And it basically says, Meet the Turtles of Tomorrow in this adventure set 20 years in the future. The Utram Civil War rages across Earth. Uh, When news of a uh, backup technodrome threatens hundreds of millions of innocent lives, it's up to the Turtles to do what they do best, save the world. Um, I did see one uh, little bit of, of <laughs> it's not really that big of a deal, but I guess I can put a little spoiler alert on here. So just go forward like 30 seconds. Um, apparently, Michelangelo becomes the uh, the leader in, uh-huh. this, in this series. So, um, you know, so that's, that's kind of interesting. Um, Next one is, and we this is uh, we we talked about this when it was first announced. And uh, issue one just released uh, last week. 
Shredder in Hell, number one. So, uh, from the, the great Matea Santaloco. Am I saying that right? Please, please. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. yep. Fantastic. Yep. <laughs> Abandon all hope. The Shredder returns in this brand new miniseries. Rokusaki's death is just the beginning, and his journey through the depths of the underworld proves to be anything but a divine comedy. How much of Shredder's soul will remain after he's faced the horrors of hell? Um, one thing I got to mention too is that the there are like fourteen covers for this um, <laughs> for this release. You know, the, you can always kind of tell how important a uh, a release is based on how many covers there are. This has got how many variants? Yeah, yeah, how many variant covers? And this one's got fourteen, so it's kind of a big deal. Um, and some of them are absolutely fantastic. There's actually one from uh, Peter from Peter Laird in there. So, yep. um, uh, so let's see. Um, so those are both out. Um, I did want to mention that the uh, the free comic book day uh, the turtles uh, comic. Uh, has been um, revealed. Uh, they are going to have one this year. That's going to be May 4th uh, this year. It's always that like first week of May, and mm-hmm. so this year it's on May 4th. It's going to be called Casualty of War. So that's an interesting name. Yep. Um, does that mean that uh, that we might be losing somebody? A possible Here's- death. Here's what's weird about that, too, is is usually for free for free comic book day, it's usually not like <laughs> like an important piece. Yeah, usually it's kind of like a, almost like a, a recap of previous, um, you know, things that have been going. You know, it'll be like some kind of exposition where like, you know, if it's the turtles, then they'd be like sitting on the, a rooftop and be like, man, can you believe when that happened and that happened? And then they'll kind of right. show some some, you know. Or it'll be something tied into uh, the current TV series. Um, right. We've done that before too. Is this? This has got me super intrigued. Yeah. I've I've never been like su- like you always go to Free Comic Book Day because you know it's a free comic book, obviously, but it's it's also fun, you know, like just to be around the people and just people who who enjoy everything as well. This has me excited for all sorts of other reasons. Like this is important. Yeah, this is this is actually an important important piece, and that's that's rare. So I'm, I I, I have to imagine that these are going to go quick. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, this is all part of the the road to 100. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I'll read the 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 quick synopsis here. New York City has just erupted into war as Splinter battles Karai for control of the Foot Clan, with the Turtles caught in the middle. Find out how the turtles got to this point as they battle some of their fiercest foes in this special free comic book day offering. So it, it right. does sound like it's going to have a little bit of the, how did we get to this point? Um, mm-hmm. But it also sounds like there's going to be some stuff that happens <laughs> in this book. So, uh, well, yeah, the name, the name, name alone, casualty of war is just like, yeah. Okay. There's a casualty of war. Like who's the casualty? So, so uh, we actually had one of our listeners, uh, Kelly, uh, run in and said, if they kill any of the turtles, I'm dropping the comic. It was bad enough uh, adding the dumb comic relief dinosaur and having Michelangelo making poop jokes a while back. Uh, the IDW comic has been overall really good, but I wish it would echo more of the dark and gritty turtles from the good old days of the black and white comic, um, the, the Mirage comic. Uh, sure. Leave the lame jokes and comedy stuff to the ki- in the kids' stuff. So. Uh, I can appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, it's so dark, though. You need a little bit of comic relief occasionally. And 
you know, I mean, it's it's not too outside of the norm for Michelangelo to make a stupid joke. Um, yeah, I think that 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 mixes. I mean, that's that's his um, that's shtick. his character. Yeah, that's his shtick. That's you know, the, um, I would say that you know. We, we've got all these different versions of all these, you know, it's the whole thing. Like, I have to make it my own. Um, but I would say that that is one thing that's pretty much remained um, the same across all the different variants of Turtles is that Mike's the, the jokester, right? He's the one is, who makes the jokes. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, I, I think, I think the, jokes, the, the two, the two that have been the least tainted are Mikey and Donnie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think our two favorite, <laughs> two favorites. People have a little bit more liberty with, yeah, for whatever reason. I I, I don't know why, that's true. but yeah, that's true. There's well, you know, Donnie's because the techie. Polar, Donnie's the techie, and yeah. and he's and Mikey's the jokester, and then Raph and Leo, you're like, oh, always. let's uh, let's yeah. There's it's not as uh, black and white there, so let's just. Let's. Well, I I think it's kind of it's easier to play off of them because they're they're already. They're already kind of like rivals of each other. Yeah. And Raph, although he said he doesn't want to be leader, kind of still wants to be leader. Leo obviously wants to be leader. Uh, and they always they're, – they're, they're more polarizing I think because they're so complete opposite of each other that it's easier to flip-flop them in, in some occasions. But yeah, it's it's it. That's kind of interesting to me because I never even thought of that until you mentioned it. But Mikey and Donnie are seem to be the two that nobody they nobody really messes with too much yeah. on every in every series like ever for the most part. Um, that'll be that'll I be feel- the next uh, that'll be the next animated series. It'll be Raph is actually the techie. Donnie is the leader. <laughs> Can you imagine, Leo's the joke. Imagine Darby. Can you imagine Darby if they fuck with Donnie? <laughs> <laughs> and Mike, Mike, uh, Mike will be. Um, I don't know. Mike will be. He'll be the one uh, roid raging. Yeah, I think that's what it'll be. Yeah. Yeah, he, Mikey hits puberty. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, um, yeah, but I, I think I think the comic relief is necessary in in a, in a dark series. I think I, I get the poop jokes is is a little bunch, and you know the the additional comic relief may be a little too much. But I don't think it's considering the series as a whole. Man, like it's a little break in in the seriousness, which is okay. Um, as long as it's not long standing, mm-hmm. like it's not mm-hmm. consistent, and they don't beat it to the ground, and that's one one of the things that this series does well is they don't beat things like that to the ground. I feel like they have like I don't know how they like they just it's so well written and so yeah. well published that it's just it's a perfect balance. Yeah. So it's all about that balance. Mm-hmm. Um, really quickly, go over the release schedule. Uh, of course, uh, you can always head over to tmnt-ninjaturtles.com uh, for the uh, latest updates on the uh, TMNT release schedule. Uh, but for IDW, we've got uh, 89. Issue 89 is out now. Issue 90 is going to be coming out January 23rd. And uh, issue 91, uh, February 13th. The uh, macro series, um, all four Turtles issues are out now. IDW 2020 out now. We just mentioned that Shredder in Hell number one out now. That's of course number one of uh, five, and um, number two is going to be coming out February 20th. Um, 
rise of the TMNT, um, the IDW, you know, this is replacing the adventures. Um, number three is out now. Number four, uh, January 23rd, number five, February 13th. On the Mirage front, um, the Ultimate Collection Volume 7 uh, has been delayed to March 6th, but uh, I do have that pre-ordered. Um, Tales of the TMNT, um, no update yet on their uh, Volume 9, which will be collecting Tales of the Volume uh, Tales Volume 2 from Mirage, um, which is issues 26 through 30. So uh, that's delayed without a uh, new release date, so stay tuned. Um, on the uh, old image, um, volume three, uh, number eight is out now. Number nine is coming January 30th. That's the reprints um, listed as uh, Urban Legends. Um, remember, there's 23 issues uh, there. So, And there will also be a three-issue story arc to finish off. On uh, the Dark dark Horse side, uh, I did get my Usagi Yojimbo TMNT um, complete collection uh, trade paperback. Um, I did get that in the mail yet. Uh, I haven't had a chance to, to, to read it yet though. Um, gosh, there's just so much. Um, uh, the art of TMNT, um, the hardcore from, uh, it's going to be released by uh, dark horse. This is the Ciro Nielli, um, uh, book. Um, this is going to be uh, available May 29th. Um, and there is a, uh, there's, uh, I don't know if it's just an intro by Kevin Eastman or, um, or you know, I, I'm not sure. It lists his name as part of the uh, the release, but I'm not sure how much he's involved in the book itself. It's it, from all I've been told. It's this is basically Ciro's book. And then on the Archie front, we did just have the final uh, TMT Adventures reprint. This is uh, volume sixteen. And uh, that collects uh, issues 67 through 72 from the original TMNT Archie Adventures. Mm-hmm. And that just released. And so uh, all of the uh, Archie Adventures uh, releases um, have been uh, reprinted now by IDW. Um, the only thing I think that they missed was maybe some of the seasonal and, of course, the Mighty Mutanimals and like some like the, uh, like there's like some April specials and stuff like that. So. It'll be interesting to see if uh, if those make it out or not. Uh, but that's it for comic book news. And uh, let's move on to some movie news. Yeah. Okay, so the first piece is 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 the only real important movie news. Um <laughs> So uh, I'm so excited for this, man. So, I'm, right. So, um, the, now, do you have a vinyl? Do you, I do. You do? Really? Yeah, I have a record player. Oh, yeah. record player. Yes. Yeah. I went through a hipster we, phase, see, we, right? Where it's just like, oh my God, I just, I love fair trade coffee and like flannel. <laughs> no, and, you didn't. And vinyl. You did not. You, is this an, I, a, like an original not, old school one or did, is this a new one? No, I actually, I did get a new one. Um, I used to have an old school one. Um, I, I had of to get course. a new one. I had an old school one too when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, into my introductory introductory years of as of an adult, I had a record player, but um, like one of the old school ones. Uh, but um, this, uh, I got a new one, and um, 
I got it. I think it's like one, two. I've had it for like two years. So I I always go to all these little antique shops and all these like uh, pawn shops and look for like old vinyl. Like and sometimes you just shop by the art mm. as opposed to like how good the music is because some of the art on these vinyl covers is so cool and so unique. Um, as soon as I saw the vinyl art. So we're talking about the Waxwork Records. Um, they're uh, they're releasing a, a deluxe vinyl of the 1990 uh, TMNT yeah. uh, original score. Yep, it's from the original now. motion picture. Yeah, and um, it's. I mean, I think I think for what it is, it's it's two it's two vinyls, right? Two two pieces, or, mm-hmm. or or do they come in two different colors? Uh, it's it's two. It's two uh, for forty bucks. I think that's actually not a bad deal, considering. Not so much for the score itself, because although the score I think is phenomenal, I think the art is just so amazing, dude. Yeah, that's why. That's I mean, that's that's why I'm interested in it. I don't know why they went with orange. Well, there's there was different um, color combos uh, that you can do. So there was a Leonardo, there was a Raphael, there was a Donatello. Um, this is the Michelangelo. You can also get a Master Splinter, which is brown and gray. You can do an April O'Neil, which is yellow and pink. Or you can do a Casey Jones, which is blue and white. Okay, see, that didn't load on my end, so I didn't see that. Um, there, there was a Foot Clan one, which is black and red as well. Yeah, that's that's kind of boring. But, okay, so that's that's even better, that you can personalize your vinyl based on your favorite journal. Yeah. Like that's by far the I think the orange thing. and green. I think the Michelangelo one is kind of like their standard one. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, but like, but yeah, the 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 artwork. So it's it's a it's a Kevin Eastman piece mm-hmm. um, on the front, and then and on the back, the back is the basically it's the final. It's one of the final shots of the movie when they're all up. You know, after they defeat the Shredder. But this is Kevin Eastman kind of doing the drawing instead. Um, yeah, it's, it's you're right. It is fantastic. So, um, so basically, yeah, you get the score, um, you get the the artwork, you get the two um, colored vinyls, uh-huh. um, poster um, as well. There's a poster and plus a uh, reproduction of the the movie poster. Um, in a postcard frame, right format. So the poster the, is, is awesome the poster, as well. The poster looks awesome, yeah. and and it just looks like it looks like graffiti that you'd find in New York City in the nineties, mm. like on some random wall. Yeah, yeah, and they actually have some like some alternative mixes in here as well. So mm-hmm. some stuff that didn't even um, quite make the uh, the film. So um, yeah, it's it's. Everything I've heard about this is uh, this is this has been an absolute success. So, and I would not be surprised uh, to see a uh, number two to come out as well. So, yep, yeah. Um, next uh, it, next story I wanted to mention was um, does it even matter? Does, does any other movie 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 news even matter at this point? <laughs> it's true. It doesn't. I'll just mention it really quick. Um, one of, <laughs> so so our. Uh, my 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 buddy down the street who doesn't know I, I <laughs> that I uh, am alive. Uh, my uh, my neighbor Zach Ryder uh, said that uh, both he Daniel Bryan and Kurt Hawkins, of course Zach and Kurt 
Hawkins both host the uh, major um, uh, wrestling figure podcast. I can't remember the full name, but anyway, it's the it's a podcast based on the WWE action figures, and um, uh, they both plus Daniel Bryan all auditioned for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, the twenty sixteen. Uh, hmm. The shadows, and of course, it ended up going to Seamus. But apparently, they wanted a wrestler for the role, um, so it, 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 I think it makes sense that uh, Seamus got it uh, out of out of those out of those four. So would it be would it be weird if you went to his house, knocked on his door, and tried to interview him base and just ask him what the experience was like um, with Zach? Yeah, I have a whole. Um, so, if he ever listens to this, I have an entire episode worth of info of uh, the his the the long history of the TMNT and professional wrestling. I have an entire show's worth of of info to go over, mm-hmm. uh, and Zach would be the one to go over with. I mean, he's the biggest TMNT fan uh, that in WWE. So, um, uh, yeah. So, uh, maybe someday. Um, but let's go on to, let's get, let's talk about it. This is, this is the big news, right? This is, this is basically why Uh I was like, okay, we need to do another show. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, big news, uh, at the, uh, let's see, what was this? The Critics' Choice Awards? Yep. Uh, the two, uh, let's say two of the three, uh, producers of the last two, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle um, movies. Where's that? What stage you at? So um, yeah, you you just pulled it up. So here, I'll play. I'll play it on my audio. So uh, yeah, can you hear it on my audio? I can barely hear it on yours. Here, I'll play it on mine. Okay, let's let's let's, let's, so uh, this is um, so you can get guess who's not there is uh, Michael Bay, but (laughs) yeah. uh, So let me just play this here. You guys after Uh, Jack Ryan season two just wrapped. The sequel of A Quiet Place, and we're doing um, a reboot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at Paramount. Tell me about that. Where is that? What stage are you at? That um, is looking like uh, production by the end of the year. Yeah. Is that? Did you just give something away? Maybe. Oh boy. It's okay. No, we knew. We, I mean, we did the first, we did the preceding two, you know, turtle movies. Um, but I didn't know that we were saying that we're making it. But that's good to know. It's good to know. Love oh, it. You didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Oh, cast! Tell me about cast. Nothing yet. No, 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 no director. You can't tell. Him. No, we don't have a director yet. So, but we we have dates we're trying to hit. That's all. What is it about the turtles that just keep on going? I'm gonna say something I've never said before. Honestly, the thing about the turtles, it's the same thing about a quiet place. It's about a family and being invested in a family. So wait, you're saying the mutant ninja turtles are just like a quiet? Place. I say that they are both family stories about the family sticking together and supporting one another. Okay, that's fair. So, I mean, besides the, from the the interviewer being kind of smug about TMNT, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, so there's 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 more to this story. Whoops. Yeah, <laughs> there's more to this story. In that, um, I mean, it was it had already been on Variety yeah. that that Paramount was developing a third TMNT back in June. We we had mentioned this previously, so um, at that time, you know, there was um, 
not, nothing else had, was known, right? Um, uh, so we just heard from Andrew Form and Brad Fuller. Those were the two, uh, the two of the producers, along with Michael Bay, uh, that were part of Platinum Dunes, right? Platinum mm-hmm. Dunes was the company that produced the last two. Since then, Andrew Form and Brad Fuller have separated from Michael Bay to create their own production studio. Okay. And that production studio is the one that made the, um, quiet place. I believe that's the one that made the quiet place. So, and obviously did you see the a quiet place? No, I haven't watched it. Fantastic. Fantastic movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's no bird box. <laughs> it's, it's just like bird box. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not just like Bible. It's it's similar, similar premise. Let's call yeah. it similar premise. Um, but yeah, so since then, um, uh, there's that whole situation. So um, what I want, I actually reached out to um, Brad Fuller to ask if, because it hasn't been released yet, is uh, this information is, will the new TMNT film be produced under platinum dunes or under their newly uh their newly formed um production company that just between the two of them uh and that one's called fully formed entertainment uh that's what that new uh company is called so um we don't know yet um i hope that it's under fully formed entertainment mm-hmm. um I don't even need, I don't even feel like I need to explain why. Um, (laughs) No, I think history speaks for itself. So it's fine. Yes. Um, I think that if you look at a movie like, and and what he said specifically there when he's talking about that, you look at a a movie like a quiet place and you look at the turtles and that how it's a, the, Mm -hmm. the situation is that it's, it's about a family that concept right there is a, that's a very good sign that yeah. at least that these two guys get it. Yeah. That's something that the, that the new movies lacked. They, they were missing. Um, that's one of the things that made a uh, certain, certain series better than others. Uh, that's why the, the two K 12 series was as good as it was because I, I, there was a genuine family feel uh, the love of a father and the, the 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 relationship that they had with Splinter and with each other it was it was it was great. The night the movie the movie from the nineteen nineties that movie was phenomenal. The scene where they have to drive out to um, the the country and um, yeah, Leo is that. watching over Raph yeah. and it's just like that hits home. It hits home, and yeah. it, 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 it you feel it, and you, you get emotional. Mm-hmm. The the last the two splinter, movies splinter, the, didn't the do that. Fire was winter. Come on, you know that like yeah. Um. What? What? Yeah. Oh, dude, dude. Are you are you kidding? Exactly. Like. Like. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. So, but but the two the last two movies didn't do that. They didn't do that. It was it was it was cheap. And it was rushed, and it, the focus wasn't on that. The focus was on 
I don't even know what actually. <laughs> well, right? No, that's that's true. Yeah, I don't even know what the focus was. Uh, I did me- so I mentioned this to to my wife, and that there was going to be another reboot, and she was like, "Oh, another reboot, really? Well, you know, um, you know why, why is there so many reboots?" I was like, "Actually, with this one, I'm I'm very okay with this being rebooted, um, and really just kind of starting from scratch, and to see if." someone can get it right again because just like with um, other versions of, of TMNT, we've seen that um, sometimes they get it right. Sometimes they don't and they, where they've gotten it right in the past and they, I'm using they as the, you know, just kind of general term. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of throwing around, but creators have gotten turtles right in the past. Creators have gotten turtles wrong in the past, but just because it's been wrong doesn't mean it can't be right again. Um, so it's amazing that this this franchise has the ability to do that. I mean, and in such in such quick turnaround, like the 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 last two movies aren't that old. No, no, they're, they're not. not. They're yeah, not that, that old. I mean, yeah. and it's being rebooted, and everyone's on board. Yeah, because it's 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 a cash cow. It was two and, and, a half, two and a half years ago that we got uh, the last film. Yeah, and it's being rebooted already, and already. people are already excited for yeah, it. We're already good. talking about it. Yep. I uh, I did reach out to our listeners and, to ask, what would you like to see in a new TMNT film? Uh, Justin says, uh, well, they'd like to see Leonardo, Raphael, Donatello, and Michelangelo. Um, our friends over at uh, TMNT Minute say all the good ones end in O um, and that they would also like to see music by John Dupre Mm -hmm. Um, I'd love to have uh, John Dupre back on the uh, oh man yeah Um, Sewer Den says uh, a plot they'd like to see a plot in this one yeah I think that that's a (laughs) that's a good one Um, Ninjas would be a good start from uh, Uh, yeah. our, our friend Sal over Sal. at Otero yeah. Studios. Um, Moto Voyager says, Dark and Gritty, a proper sequel to the 1990 film, or perhaps even more in the same vein of as a Netflix Daredevil series. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, I want depth in the characters and heart and family and anguish and hope. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. I think that's all perfect. Um, longtime listener Tim uh, says, more of a focus on Splinter and Shredder's history that really drives the story in the same vein that the IDW comics in the 2012 series did. Uh, Mark uh, seconds that sentiment with a, with a solid ditto. Mm. Um, Tommy Everson says Usagi Yojimbo. One of my favorite characters. I, it's just it's just fun. I love Sakai, and I love that comic series and that graphic novel in the series, and it's just, it's just great. I, I love Usagi Yojimbo. So... It'd be kind of cool to see Usagi Ojimbo. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that would be more of like a sequel. You know what? Which is sad. Usagi Ojimbo would have been the perfect cast for Turtles 3. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that. You, so here, here's Turtles 3. Here's what I think Turtles 3 should have been. Turtles 3 should have been um, going back in time, finding... And they would they would run into like the original Foot Clan, mm-hmm. and then fighting the original Foot Clan would have been Usagi Yojimbo. Yeah, 
and they would help Usagi Ojimbo fight the original Foot Clan. Yeah. Yep. That would have that been, would, that would have been it. done. Um, Sign me up for that. <laughs> Cody Murphy says uh, a logical story, relatable characters, real emotion, like in the live action films. Not a lot to ask for, really. <laughs> it's, it's true. Um, uh, Willow J uh, says Les Michael Bay. Yep. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Tiger Claw, longtime listener, uh, says uh, they need to look at the Bumblebee movie. That movie has a lot of heart, and the new TMNT movie should have a lot of heart in it. Yeah, I haven't seen the new Bumblebee, Bumblebee movie. I've heard, I've heard good I mean, uh, phenomenal things about it, which is is great because that's another franchise that was in dire need of a reboot, and um, so that's nice to hear. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's like nobody's asking for anything like. Yeah, that, exactly. That's the thing. We just They're want a good movie. Normal, it's normal <laughs> stuff here. Um, DP, uh, long-time listener, uh, DPC says uh, uh, more violence and and cheesy one-liners. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, um, yeah. So we gotta have, uh, not asking for a lot here. Just uh, I, I, there's there seems to be like a common common trend here. Like it's just a better movie. Like just better movie like we want a better movie we want a movie um i mean a lot of it was character development character depth character like heart i think i heard I, yeah, a couple people heart, said heart, heart. heart like yeah. it wasn't people look man this franchise it, it, the fan base for, for the turtles is unlike any other it it's unlike any other you, you when you have you have what how however many however many thousands of, of uh, or hundreds of characters in the Marvel and DC universe. And you have obviously your standalone, your primaries, your Supermans, your Batmans, your Flashes, and they all have their own in individual storylines and story arcs. And, but with the turtles, everything is and then you have like, you know, the Avengers where they all kind of group together or, you know, justice league where they all group together. The turtles are the turtles. They're a family. They're not a. They're not a. They're not a team up. It's a family. Yeah. That's how this fan base feels yep. towards this franchise. Yep. It's more personal for us than it would be for a Marvel versus Superman, a, a Marvel versus DC discussion. No, this is. It, it, it's completely different with us. It's personal, and. It's a slap in the face, these past last few movies, because we knew and it felt like there was no question about it, that it was nothing but a cash grab. So that's what we want. We want a movie with emotion that makes sense, not 500, 600 pound turtles that don't they can't be stealthy if they tried. Right. Yeah. Like we want something I, I'm all for doing your own thing. I said that earlier, but let's not get crazy. There's still some key elements. Okay. The name of the series, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those are all things that need to be in the movie. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, come on, but anyway, um, I will also, uh, Send everybody over to an uh, article that's at the filmschoolrejects.com uh, where they uh, they go over um, 
basically how to make a bodacious Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. And they do also mention the Bumblebee movie and uh, how um, you know they, they, they took a different approach there. Um, and yep. that's paramount, noticing that that change needed to be made. So basically their, their highlights are keep the budget modest and use practical effects. Well, yeah. pra- practical effects just work better for, for the turtles. Yeah, they do. They, they do. I mean, you have, uh, you know, you have, uh, you know, Marvel right now where practical effects just wouldn't work for everything because there's so much CG that's necessary. When you have ninjas, practical effects is enough. I would, I mean, I would, uh, Let's see, going back to twenty, oh man, probably twenty thirteen, twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. It must have been twenty thirteen when we were talking about the twenty fourteen movie um, in production. Mm-hmm. We had speculated that what they were, what technology they were going to use, would be the full body costumes, but mm-hmm. with um, the face replacement technology. Right, like they did with like Davy Jones in the um, in the Pirates movie. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, that's not what actually happened. They had full on like black and white s- s- body suits that had all kinds of you know all the like motion trackers all over them. Right. Um, so um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do this time. But uh, I, I find it. I almost feel like the the practical suits. I almost feel like that would be harder for them to adjust to than actually making a story that that people really want. Because just because of the way Hollywood is now with with CG and everything like that, I don't know. I don't know. Do you, what do you think? Do you think that well, this is something I that mean, they will actually do? I mean, it would be nice. Yeah, I mean, the the, the last Predator do? movie, they still use practical effects for the Predators. Um, mm. most of them anyway. So, I mean, you, you, I, I think, I think the use of practical versus CGI is, is although it's not the trend, I think, it, I think for this, it would work better. I don't think, it, you know, here's the thing with, with at least what I believe in and what, what versus Hollywood is, is you don't necessarily have to go with whatever the trend is. Just go with whatever makes the most sense for this particular film. This film, for me, practical effects is going to make most sense for the most part. I'm not saying completely eliminate CG uh, because I think there's there's benefits to that um, in certain areas. Even just the face re- like the face replacement, uh, I think would be more than satisfactory. Um, that way. You know, you don't have because uh, I mean, the, 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 as far as the practical effects, the bodysuits are fine. I think that as far as the the faces go, I don't. I think that would be a little too cheesy. Even though the 1990s movie still holds up like incredibly well, I think um, I think having it be a little bit more realistic, a little bit more fluid, uh, would be a better thing. And that would be what they did with Davy Jones is a perfect example. Yeah. Um, and that can be done. And that can be done. Well, um, I think, um, and I, I think for depending on what villain they decide to go with, but like for like Shredder doesn't need to be a practical effect or CG. He's a human. Yeah, right. Like the fact that he was all CG <laughs> in the last movies is crazy. Yeah, but I can understand a CG 
or a mix of CG practical effect with like a crane or something like that. I just think I'm not opposed to either or. I just think too much of one is shouldn't happen. Right. Yeah. I, I this I think this is one of those situations where the fan the, the the fans, the people that are going to see these movies, like no one is ever saying, Man, I really wish they had more CG in this in this movie. Mm-hmm. Has, has anyone ever said that? I don't think anyone's ever said that. Well, they say the complete opposite, yeah. usually. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I, I hope someone's listening. Um but they hear it. You know, that that's the frustrating part is that they hear it. They heard it when they released the – or when the script was leaked last time. And they, they, they've yeah. heard it after the first movie. But they didn't make any any changes. They, they just completely ignored the fan base and decided, you know what? We're going to do our own thing because people are going to go watch it anyway. And then what happened with the second movie? People – not as many people went to go watch that one. And then they're like, hmm. Maybe we're wrong. Yeah, they're still, they had the uh, the bad taste in their mouth from the first one. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on. Um, uh, so they talk about uh, subverting current superhero movie trends. Um, give us some good action. Um, a strong villain and a focus on crime. Uh, focusing mm-hmm. on the turtles. Uh, <laughs> it's weird that we have. <laughs> They actually have to talk about that. But yes, of course, the 2014 movie being a focus really more on April. Um, yeah. Well, Megan Fox. Um, Megan Fox. If, if you yeah. want to call her April, you can, I suppose. So so here's, here's, um, here's what I want to do. Um, I want to ask you, what do you want to see in a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Well, so you want practical suits? Um, you want it set? Uh, do you want it set in current times, or do you want to do you want to do something um, in the nineties, kind of like the the uh, Captain Marvel is doing? You know? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't leave I, because then that's you know it's not relatable to um, to kids. Um, and I think that still needs to, we can't ignore that. I think that still needs to be a bit of a focus. Um, we have the nineties movies. We don't need another nineties turtle movie, you know, unless I guess if they wanted to do like a sequel, like a true sequel kind of like, uh, was mentioned earlier, that's fine. I think, I think set in, in modern times is perfectly fine. I think, um, I think more of a fish out of water tail, uh, they they fit in too well in the in the other movies. I do, think. Do you want another reboot? Like, here's another origin story, or do you want it kind of be like um, Spider Man Homecoming, where it's just like, oh yeah, by the way, he's Spider Man. You already know that, so let's just yeah. get the story going. Right, and I, I feel like I feel like that's the that's probably the way it should be, unless they plan on changing the origin story um i think um even if it's a new turtles i i feel like that like it almost doesn't matter you know at this point you know like well unless it's tying into the plot somehow yeah it's it it's it's not really 
We got Ninja Turtles. Everybody knows we got Ninja Turtles. I guess how many times do we need to tell a story about their but origin? But okay, but it's a little different with the Turtles as opposed to Spider Man or Batman or something like that. Um, Spider Man or Batman, they're just they're just humans, right? So they don't have to they don't have to go through necessarily the same kind of development that, tur- that the Turtles do because the Turtles are mutants. They're visually mutants. They can't change the way they look. Right. Um, so people people know that Spider Man's a human. People know that Batman's a human. Uh, people know that the turtles are mutants. I guess we can kind of go with that. But um, I, feel like, I feel like yeah. Go ahead. I feel like maybe just not necessarily like a like a full on origin story, but maybe just a recap of the past few years, and they can kind of do it within dialogue. So you don't have to do a flashback, but they could kind of reference uh, key things that have happened in the past five or ten years since they became, you know, public. Mm. I don't know. I, it's it's hard. It, you know, I mean, making a movie it sounds easy. It's not easy. It's not an easy thing. Um, what if they had just kind of like uh, during like the intro credits, they just kind of show little you know, kind of images in the background where you kind of get an idea of like, Oh yeah. So turtles, then they got mutated and now they're, you know, mutant turtles. And then they, you know, get taught ninja too. And so they learn to be, uh, mutant ninja turtles and then they grow up and now they're, and then they, and then they read a book that's, that teaches them how to, (laughs) how to, how to be ninjas. Yeah. Uh, Um, let's, let's let there's number one, there's request number one. That should be the request of number one on all of these is (laughs) no books of ninjutsu. No fucking books of ninjutsu. (laughs) Um, it's like, what what movie was that? Uh, bulletproof. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. Bulletproof monk. But no, no, that's not the way. Uh, the Last Dragon. It's like an Enter the Dragon like spoof, where the kid just, I don't know. They, they, they like what likes to watch like martial arts movies and Bulletproof Monk. That was the other one mm. where they just watch martial arts movies. Like, oh wow, look, I could do martial arts. Um, <laughs> I just follow their movements. Um, yeah, I, I, I it'd be kind of cool to see kind of like kind of uh, a little bit more as far as their like their early training. So I mean if we're going to do an origin story, maybe this is something that really hasn't been done as far as as far as theatrical release goes, but where they focus a little bit more on their early development leading mm-hmm. into like so maybe more of like a an early turtles version before they become teenage mutant. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. That really, yeah, that really hasn't been done uh, much at all in any of the, um, in any of the, it's just, yeah, the origin's always been kind of an afterthought. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always like, um, um, a recap. It's always, it's a flashback. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be necessarily opposed to a little bit more of an origin going on with the turtles and, so and like then a true then, origin, origin. Yeah, and then just fast forwarding, you know, I don't know, five years or ten years to now, and who they are now. Mm. Um, what about characters? What kind of characters would you like to see in this? Is um, is April have to be in this? So. 
you know, April has always been their tie into the human world. Yes. That's, that's, that's their tie into the human world. I, I, I don't know that April, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to picture anything with the, with the turtles without having April and Casey, isn't it? Like, it's so difficult to even like begin to think like we can, like we can have a different villain. We can not have shredder and it'd be okay. We can, you know, but the, 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 the standard is the four turtles, splinter, Casey, April. Mm-hmm. Like we so cannot Casey, so have Casey, those. So Casey's got to be in here too. Uh, Casey has to be in there. Okay. I, I think Casey Jones has to be in there. Um, Proper, and he has to be Casey. done. He has to be done well. And I think here's what I think, though. I think I, I feel like they should take a different take on Casey. Like not. I feel like Casey. I'm gonna be a police officer. What if Casey was their tie-in into the real world, not April? Mm. And then April just happens to come across, like come into this later on. And like basically, they oh, switch. So like they already know Casey. And then, okay, oh, okay, interesting. Like Casey, Casey's their bro. Mm-hmm. Casey's Casey's their like their their tie-in. Casey's the one like they learn all this pop culture from Casey, right? Yeah, interesting. And Casey and Casey, I like the like, have the kind of like the origin of Casey in the movie be the same origin as the IDW series. I like that Casey series mm-hmm. that 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 background that Casey has that that would give him more motivation to seek out somebody else other friends like people who who would understand him people who are also like rejected in society and he finds them and no so okay so to pick up what you're talking about here so i'm going to put the puzzle pieces together so you if we if they had like a true origin 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 story like it really shows them coming up the mm-hmm. pre-shredder, pre-foot clan, uh-huh. but you do have the purple dragons, and you do have Hun, right? And Hun is Casey's dad. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I, I dig it. I dig it. That would that would be good. That would that would be that would be solid. And then it it le- it ends with, you know. Like the, like after like, you know at the very end of the movie, that's when you first get the first like hint of the Foot Clan and Shredder is like right yeah that's like like the post credits thing you know it leaves you with an Easter egg yeah 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 that would be legit because the first right so you go back Mirage issue one who mm. are they fighting they're fighting the Purple Dragons right so that would be that would be legit. That would be legit. So, I, I can't argue with that. I, I mean, it, that would be a legit movie. Now, will they do that? I don't know. Probably not. Um, <laughs> but Probably I think not, that, that would but, be, that would be an interesting take. Um, hey, we we have a lot of a lot of very talented individuals that listen to to this podcast, or mm-hmm. people who are not talented but no talented individuals, sure. or let me say, are less talented but no talented individuals. <laughs> I would love to see a fan-made movie, at the very least, of everything we just talked about. Because I think it's too good not to happen. Yeah. Like, them actually learning ninjutsu, you know, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be, that'd be fantastic. Um, you know, having, you know, um, uh, almost like Rocky esque, uh, um, yeah, chasing the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, montages, um, uh, I, the tiger montages of them, you know, failing over and over trying to get that, uh, Jumping, spinning, roundhouse kick, just right, you know. <laughs> and and they all start out wearing red bandanas. Yes. Oh, yes. There it is. There it is. Uh, and then Splinter sorts them based on their signs. So. <laughs> we brought it Call back. <laughs> oh, so fantastic. <laughs> yep. but but i think i think like and you would you would he would find some sort of mystical thing yeah. like you know because leonardo is as calm as the sea like he would get blue or yeah you know wrath wrath because he has a fire inside of him would be red and right. um michelangelo because he's wacky and silly and just a goofball he's orange and then donatello because nothing no color really makes sense for science fiction here's purple <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw out some other ideas. Um, okay. I just off the top of my head. So if they don't make that one, mm-hmm. um, they could do. Um, I could I could see them. I this I wouldn't want this, but I could see them doing just like another standard Ninja Turtles movie, like yeah. just like uh, you know ninety, just like 2014, just you know. Well, here we go again. You know, let's just make another one of these. If they did that, how would you feel? Um, would you be okay with it? I feel like I, I feel like I, I might be okay with it. I, I might be okay if it's done right. Well, yeah, right. But absolutely, uh, I would. I would also think that. Okay, I would say if it would be done right, then I would be okay with it because there would be a, some sort of promise that there would be follow-ons to that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so not to have a feeling of like, um, disappointment because it's not exactly what I was hoping for, because if it's a good one that's done right and everybody loves, then that means, Hey, we'll make some sequels after this one. Right. Um, uh, what about we've never, so thinking of other, you know, other ways we've seen the turtles, we've seen turtles in space. We've seen triceratons. Uh-huh. We've seen Utrams. Um, do they do that? I, I don't think so. Um, what about a fast forward? I mean, that's another, we could do fast forward. Yeah. Yeah. We could do I mean, turtles it's, in it's, the future. It's an option. I it mean, option. it's, it's, it's not out of the realm and we could do, uh, turtles, uh, turtles in Europe. Like that, uh, that one season in the, uh, the original animated series where they're in, in Europe for, <laughs> for for uh, for a season, um, we just hey, Spider Man's going to going to Europe, so he's going to or uh, or if they do, if they do, I don't know where if maybe you were going to the go. So I'm, I'm just I'm right now. This has got me too excited, so I'm like, I'm just like spitballing as it comes. But if they, and you, this may have been where you were going, but if they they already have it kind of written out for them, but if they pick up the turtles already developed, just like you. Like like mm-hmm. you said, they're just there. There there are people know about them. Yes, but they do city fall. Yeah, right. I mean, that is an option. City that's an fall, option. City fall yeah. is an option. Um, 
going back to, um, you know, like something like secret history of the foot clan, mm-hmm. um, going yep. back in time again. Um, but actually doing it that way, you know, yep. finding, you know, exploring the, the origins of the foot clan and the origins of shredder. Um, I think those would be great options as well. So, I mean, obviously there's no, and uh, there's been plenty of people that have requested just make a movie based on the IDW series. Um, mm-hmm. there's been plenty of people that have said that as well. So uh, there's no shortage of options for the writers. Uh, there isn't, but I mean, y- you can pick, you can pick pieces from, from different series for the turtles because there's so many, so many wonderful options out there. You just have to make sure that you're not just picking pieces randomly. Like they have to go well together. Yeah. Like they have to mesh. They have to fit. You can't take, you can't take, you know, 87, you know, Leonardo and then, or 87 April and mesh her with 2K12 Casey. Uh, Aside from just being, you know, statutory rape, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) And uh, Leatherhead is now in charge of the Technodrome, uh, which, by the way, is not a giant uh, sphere anymore. It's now in an 87 uh, Dodge uh, caravan. And he's a Komodo dragon now. Yeah, and he's also a Komodo dragon. Yeah, right. So it's just you know, like I think they need to take some liberties. I think uh, I would love to see something. Obviously, like the the comics come to life, but let's that's never going to happen. So we, I'd love for them to take obviously some liberties, but still stay true to the series. I think we talked about we kind of pieced together in the beginning. Honestly, I think what we piece together is like the best beginning to a turtle movie since I don't know when, Mm -hmm. like if that were to happen, I mean, dude, I'm there like there, like I'm sneaking into premieres if I need to, (laughs) like I'm there. Like I think we can, we can build on that. And honestly, I don't know. Like we have all the time in the world. Why don't we just write our own script? Kids like, I, I, I think it's safe to say that kids like to see movies where kids, other kids that are either their age or around their age, um, are like the main characters, right? So if you had a, a Ninja Turtles movie where mm-hmm. they are legit, like kids, and that's the one thing I don't get about the, I'm sorry, I'm going back to the current rise series is that in mm-hmm. that song, he just said that they're, um, that they mutated them thir- or 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, like those aren't, they don't act like, like there's, I think Mikey's supposed to be 13. And I think Raph's supposed to be like 15 or something. Right. They, they do not act like 13 year olds. I don't know. Like no, I mean, old. they're not, they're not relatable. Um, so, um, like a legit like kid, like learning, you know, all this stuff. And then you end up getting like, you know, like a young Ernie Reyes Jr. at the end of it. Like, you know, Surf Ninjas, Ernie Reyes Jr. <laughs> Surf Ninjas. Um, God, that movie, dude. <laughs> you know, so <clears throat> I watched, uh, I watched Surf Ninjas not too long ago. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, because I'm a glutton for punishment. Um, <laughs> I forgot how bad Rob Schneider was in that movie. Oh, you mean how amazing Rob Schneider is in that movie, right? You, you don't really mean that. 
<laughs> you, <laughs> no, I don't really remember. You, you can't really No, my favorite that. part about that movie is the fact that the little brother is playing a Game Gear, a Sega Game Gear, that does not have a game in the back of it. Uh-huh. The, yeah. the game also, is missing. He, he uses it to control yes. um, uh, uh, Leslie Nielsen. Um, I can't remember the name of the, the villain anymore. Um, but anyway, he's like grabbing his dong and like... <laughs> Do you remember, yeah, you remember this, right? Like yeah. it, it is like a full on hard on that he has and he's like jacking it around. <laughs> it's, so it's the weirdest, so good. weirdest thing ever. Um, but I mean, you know, every, everything had to be ninja related, um, back in the nineties. Um, but it would, you know, would be cool. I, I don't feel like for, well, I mean, for sure, the last two movies paid no respect to anything else that the series has done, that the franchise has done in the past. Like there was obviously some Easter eggs here and there, but they were forced. They weren't, they weren't, there was, they've said it a thousand, like even our listeners say there was no heart. They were just put there just for the sake of being put there. Like, ha ha. Hey, look guys, look, we, we paid attention. Like it wasn't, it was too forced. It was just like, it was just there. Um, but to like, it'd be cool to see like a cameo from like an Ernie Ray's in a new movie or someone that's, that's related to the series, uh, in some way, shape or form. Oh, okay. I, I can tell you how, but like seeing like a, you know, like a grown up Kino, Kino like, grows up and becomes something, something. Anything. I don't know. Make make a new character if you want to. But it'd just be fun to see that. Or um, if Kino plays the new Splinter. Oh. Yeah. I mean. Dude, I still. Kind of, I, we, I, I follow Ernie. He's still badass, dude. Like. Yeah. He's it, still, even, and he's had his medical issues. Yeah. But he's still like. He still trains like almost every day. Like it's yeah. crazy watching him. Oh man. Yeah, dude. So yeah, I just feel like we, all, we already have a better movie than anything that's come out in the past four years, five he, years. He was, he, um, was, he was like 18, uh, maybe 17 when he was in, uh, the original film, the, the 1990 film when he was, um, cause he was Donatello stunt double, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not double the stunt version of, of Donnie. Mm-hmm. And then, um, in the 91 film, yeah, he was like, cause he was born in, in 72. Mm-hmm. So man, yeah. So, I mean, he was a legit kid. Like he was, you know? Yeah. So I mean like he would, he was like, school kid. he's, he's his age and his, you know, like his just, I mean, cause just his, his experiences in his life right now, I just like feel like he would be like, the ideal father figure. And he, like, I, I just feel like because of his, partly because of his build, his size, he just would fit like the perfect splinter. Yeah. But aside from just build and size, like his, his obviously massive martial arts experience. And it, I mean, that's just the, his entire family for the most part is just badass when it comes to that. And his history with the turtles and the tie in there and the, it, 
what they would be doing for the fans would just by having him play that role, I think would be phenomenal. And aside from that, I actually think that he would do an amazing job doing it because every role he's ever been in, even if it's something as silly as surf ninjas, he's always been committed to the role. Like he's, those roles were meant to be, you know, they weren't meant to be serious. So it wasn't that it was bad acting. It was just that that was the role. But when he's been in other things, like you've seen different glimpses, like when he was in the rundown and he played that. Oh um, yeah, yeah, oh, dude, that fight scene in the rundown when he fights the Rock, dude. Yep, dude, so good. Yeah. He's so badass. So I don't know. I, I I feel like we could talk about this literally for hours. Yeah, and that's hours true. That's true. And hours, and we we can come up with. Every like every twenty minutes, we can come up with a better scenario than ha- that would blow the past two movies away. Yeah, that's 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 also true. <laughs> um, let's let's also put it out to our listeners as well. What kind of uh, TMNT movie would you like to see? Um, you can either write us or um, or send us in a uh, a recording of yourself, and uh, we'll we'll throw it into the uh, the next episode of the Turtle Power Podcast. Um. So uh, with that, let's. Uh, I just want a couple uh, mention a couple of mutated messages here. Sounds weird when he says it. Sounds weird when you say it. Um, Ebert's X or Ebert X uh, asked, uh, "Is your guest uh, TMNT Minute uh, uh, on YouTube?" Um, I'm not sure if TMNT Minute is on YouTube um, or not, but uh, yeah, let's see. I think I got it open right here. Um, so speaking of TMNT Minute, uh, they actually just started um, uh, season two. Um, well, season two meaning out of the use. So um, no, I don't think that TMNT Minute is on. Um, well, that's actually yeah. No, they are they are not on uh, YouTube. So um, they don't have like an official presence on YouTube. Um, so, uh, just, uh, check, uh, podcast feeds for, um, for their show. And then, uh, Luis Alan Rizzo, another longtime listener, uh, sent us in a couple of videos, uh, Judith Hogue Q and a from Florida Supercon and, um, uh, a interview with Kevin Nash where he talks about, uh, playing super shredder. Um, yep. and the, uh, Dude. <laughs> the not so fun experience he had been <laughs> doing so. Um, Judith Hogue. Still looks so amazing, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, it, something about uh, these these turtles actors where they 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 age very well. So absolutely. Well, I mean, we'll see how Megan Fox looks in a couple <laughs> okay, of that's years. That's the original the original movie actors. Oh, oh okay, gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Because Ernie Ray still looks like he's sixteen, fifteen. Yeah. Um, so uh, with that, uh, I don't think we have any new iTunes reviews. So um, uh, if you have a chance uh, to leave us a review on iTunes, um, we'd really appreciate it. it helps with our metrics, and uh, we'll we'll mention uh, the uh, any new iTunes reviews on our next episode. Uh, Dude. We'll try to keep these a little bit more more often than uh, yeah yeah, and we'll, and and we'll more out episodes as well. Yeah, we think we're gonna we're we're starting to figure out the whole like. Uh, having kids and and having Anything. lives and, and everything, <laughs> real so. quick, I just want to say earlier in this 
this podcast, we were talking about how terrible Florida is about um, cons and just having, of course, you have to post the Q and a with Judith Hogue at Florida Supercon. Well, yeah, it's Supercon, but that's, that's the one that's down in Fort Lauderdale. In I think. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. yeah it's Fort it's Lauderdale. Still, it's not that big. It's super is, is not a, uh, proper moniker i would say <laughs> the Tampa bay comic-con is the big one for for florida it's okay it's all right yeah no i didn't say it was big i said yeah. it's the big one for florida yeah, yeah. and still relatively small it's compared relatively to small. everywhere else right exactly yeah this should be a lot bigger definitely should be a lot bigger yeah oh yeah okay um, that's where I, uh, I think i'm done <laughs> Uh, shout out to all of our fellow TMNT podcasters out there. Um, as I, I just mentioned, TMNT Minute uh, uh, st- have started up um, a Secret of the Use. Um, they did a absolutely fantastic interview with uh, John Dupre. Um, that uh, I mean, they absolutely nailed it with this interview. Um, definitely recommend checking that out. And I'm actually going to be on. Um, Secret of the Use later this season, um, uh, somewhere around like minute hundred or something. I gotta check again, but they're only at like minute like thirty now or something like that. So uh, it's gonna be a little while still, but uh, uh, really looking forward to to doing that. They're doing a fantastic uh, job with season two. Uh, Turtle Soup um, just finished uh, nineteen ninety three. Uh, and uh, check out uh, episode 189 for a recap on uh, what they've been up to. Uh, Turtle Flakes is uh, back from hiatus as well, just like us. Um, they're uh, covering uh, Mirage and IDW comics lately, and plus they just announced a new mini series uh, called Turtle Tales, which uh, they're going to be covering the tales of the TMNT uh, comics. So excited. Um, uh, TMNT Der Talk, of course, the, uh, the biggest... Uh, Turtles podcast in Germany. Um, they just uh, covered uh, the 2012. The only Turtles podcast in Germany. <laughs> it's fantastic. They, they actually, I mean, he actually does a really good job. Um, he does. No, yeah. no. I, <laughs> and I, I, <laughs> well, I know, but it, I mean, I, I wish it was, I wish it was uh, more readily available for, for English. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He does a good job. Um, Cause I look, I can look over his show notes and I translate his show notes. Um, so they, you just covered the 2012 uh, Nick Turtles episode, uh, Alien Agenda, and also the 20, <laughs> the 2017 <laughs> action figure, uh, Dump Jumper, which uh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, no recent updates from Turtle Power Pod, not uh, us, the Turtle Power Pod, which um, actually um, TMNT Minute uh, got rightfully confused thinking that they were us. Uh, he, he was trying to get a hold of me and was, was, uh, messaging them. Um, and then, uh, nothing from the Ninja Turtle power hour lately either. So, um, but maybe they'll be back soon. Just like us. Song yeah. of the show is actually, this is interesting. This is a alternate version of turtle power, like, uh, you know, T U R T L E power. Uh, and this was actually in the out of the shadows, uh, video game menu. Um, and I remember hearing about this a while back. I think it was from an interview that TMNT minute did with partners in crime. And, uh, and he mentioned that there was an alternate version of, uh, turtle power in, uh, in the menu. So I checked it out and yeah, it is different. So, uh, we're going to have that as the song of the show. Uh, 
Um, we always have our thing at the end where it tells you to, you know, check out our website and message us and all that stuff. Wanted to also let you know we're on Stitcher, uh, Google Play Music, and Spotify now as well. So um, if uh, if you find a place that we're not uh, currently uh, found, then let us know and we'll get on there as well. Um, Alex, this has been fun, man. Um, I definitely look forward to doing more of these, uh, in the future now that we're, we're starting to figure out this whole dadding thing. Yeah. And, yeah. um, I know Darby's going through the same thing. Well, he, he's doing it. He's doing this with, uh, with work thing. He, he, Darby was supposed to join us tonight. He actually got called into work. He's, uh, he's doing a good job there at, uh, at, uh, West two, uh, NBC in, in Fort, Fort Myers, Florida. So he's a, uh, he's one of the, uh, you know, I don't know, producer. I don't know if he's a producer, but he's he's working behind the scenes there. He's the, he's the dude that brings coffee over to the producer. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I think he I think originally when he first started, he was kind of doing that, but then he graduated up to some new position and he likes his new position much better now, so. Good. Um so yeah, I got to see him over Thanksgiving break and uh uh yeah, he's doing really well, so. Uh, but yes, we'll, we'll get him on the next episode. Hopefully he doesn't get called into work again. Um, but yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be definitely be doing this more often. So Alex, this has been great. Um, I really hope, uh, they make the movies that we, uh, came up with <laughs> and, um, uh, I look forward to talking to you soon, man. All right, buddy. Later guys. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you next time.
Please, a moment to reflect. Ah. 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 Hey, bro. Well, there you go. Do you want to listen to the song? Uh, yeah, why not? Okay. I'm looking at the cum, uh, the cum jumper. No, dump jumper. <laughs> the cum jumper. I don't remember that from the movie. No, I don't think it was in there. Hey, guys, make sure to check us out on our official website, www.turtlepowerpodcast.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at TMNT Podcast. You can follow me, Ryan, at Big Don Pat. Follow me, Alex, at A Rodriguez 2005. Follow me, Darby, at Darby T. Patton. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash turtlepowerpodcast. Make sure to subscribe on our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com forward slash turtlepowerpodcast. You can also share your feedback with us via old-fashioned email, turtlepowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe and listen on Stitcher. program is powered by Tascam. Tascam's mini studio creator US42 is your new personal production and online broadcast studio featuring a professional quality audio interface and a number of unique real-time effects. The mini studio creator delivers everything you need for your podcast or webcast. Find out more at Tascam.com, part of the Gibson family of brands.